This WBEZ podcast is supported by Ravinia, with over 100 concerts under the stars this summer, including Daryl Hall and Elvis Costello, Nora Jones with special guest Mavis Staples, the Beach Boys with special guest John Stamos, Shaggy and TLC, Jason Isbell and the 400 Unit, the Chicago Symphony Orchestra, and more. Their 30-acre park is nestled in a gently wooded area. Bring your own picnic or eat at one of the park restaurants. Tickets available now only at ravinia.org. This WBEZ podcast is supported by the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Suicide is a topic that hides in the shadows. It's time we talk away the dark, learn how to spot the warning signs for suicide, and how you can have an open, caring, real conversation to help save lives. Visit the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention to watch the new short film and learn more at afsp.org slash talkawaythedark. I'm Sasha Ann Simons, and this is Reset. It's the most wonderful time of the year, and for many of us, that means spreading holiday cheer and goodwill. Now, if you're like me, your gift list is long, but there may still be some folks that you haven't considered. I'm talking about your dog walker, the local barista, or your reliable mailman. How should you show them gratitude and appreciation this holiday season? Should you write a thank you note? Maybe leave a tip? If they're a long-time go-to, do you give a little gift or a homemade treat? Well, we sat down with culture and etiquette coach Akila C.T. Easter to get the answers to those questions and more. And I started off by asking Akila, how is tipping now different than throughout the year? I think COVID changed everything, right? So since COVID, I think we've had a lot more gratitude towards our service workers. And I think we even delved a little bit deeper into what they do, right? Especially when we were depending on them for, you know, different food service, delivering our food and things such as that. So I think we actually have increased our tipping. It has increased almost up to 25%. Over the years, it used to be 10%, 15%, 18 was the norm. That's what I do normally, 18%. Mm-hmm. But I've seen even ranges up to 25% now. And you're talking overall, right? Not just at the end of the year. Yes. The general tipping of when you're going out to a restaurant and things like that, the restaurants even give you the suggestions and things like that. Yes. I've seen, I was just telling my team that I saw, I forget where I was, but I I saw on the little, you know, screenshot, it was, it was 20, 25, 28. (laughs) Um, That that was the starting point. And I thought, oh, okay, this is where we are now. All right. And And I made my selection. And sometimes it's already included. Mm -hmm. Um, I went to a restaurant where it said, if your bill exceeds $100, not the six or more people, but if your bill exceeds $100, there's 18% gratuity already added onto that. So even if there were just two of you on, yes. on an intimate date, yes. if you charge over $100 at some places, 18% automatically. They'll automatically put it yeah. in there. And we'll talk more about uh, about things like that. Uh, let's talk about end of year tipping yes. in, in itself, right? What purpose would you say that that serves? It's a sign of gratitude for those who are frequently in your life. It's not for maybe I just saw somebody Well, you could just tip somebody, maybe just in the holiday spirit, but it's the people that you frequent the most. You mentioned the barista, the dog walkers, things like that. Mm -hmm. You are showing them, there's two sides to this, I say. Um, If you ever are in a pinch and you need them, they're like, oh, I remember you tipped me (laughs) at the end of the year, right? Mm -hmm. So it's establishing that relationship and creating that good, um, that, that gratuitous nature between between you two, but uh, you want to make sure that you are thanking those who you are encountering the most, because obviously if you're going to them, 
you like their service. Mm-hmm. So you just want them to know at the end of the year. And and we're we're generalizing with what we were saying before, but tipping etiquette can be pretty fluid. Yes. Right. So piggybacking off what you just said, how does one decide between whether I'm going to give a, a thank you card, right. a personalized gift, maybe just a little cash? How do you think through it? Well, cash is King, right? Cash so as, as Wu Tang said, cash was everything around me, right? So I always want to that give that right. cash component. So I make sure that it is cash and it, it's the people that I, so I get my hair done maybe every three to four weeks, right? So I am going to do my hairdresser, my babysitter, my dog walker. Those are people that I am seeing at least probably once a month minimum. Those are the people who are going to get the probably the service and a half and it's going to be cash. Now, if it's somebody that I've gone to maybe two times in a year, they may get a handwritten note from me and maybe a small token, um, maybe a, a little gift card or something to that effect. And then that's kind of what I like to give them just to say that I do. I notice you. I appreciate you. But the people that I see the most are going to get the most. Right. And and so we've recently discovered here on Reset that we love games. Yes. So we want to play a quick game with okay. you right now. Cash gift or thank you. OK. Right? So dog walker or dog sitter. Yes. What do you think is best in that situation? Cash gift. Yes. Cash gift. Yes. Any reason why? You're probably paying them in cash already, um, unless it's some type of, you know, the the virtual service. But you are going to, um, cash is easier because people are not getting taxed, all those different components, those different types of things associated with it. All right. So nail tech or hairstylist? Cash. uh, Because you're probably cashing them. Um, I know my nail tech, they charge more if you use a card or something That's to that right. effect. So yes. So does mine. Yeah. So you want to probably just give them cash. Yeah, there's that extra fee. Yes. If you don't look closely. I don't I don't understand that. It's twenty twenty three. I'm like, how is there still a fee on credit? But yes, that yeah. There's still a fee. <laughs> and it's going into twenty twenty four. Yes. <laughs> Believe yes. it or not. Uh, delivery drivers. Delivery drivers are a little bit more difficult. Um, they are they have limitations, especially if they're like federally employed. So USPS, so our mail system, they have a maximum of about fifty dollars that they can receive. FedEx has, um, it's kind of iffy. They're like, we really don't suggest that you give them cash gifts, but we'll t- they'll take it. So there are limitations with those. And delivery drivers, you're probably not going to have the same person all the time. So that's when I'll probably leave treats out or give, if I see my normal person, I'll give them a thank you card. Okay. Baristas? Barista cash, same thing. You know, they put the, uh, you can you can tip right there on the app or you can give them cash right there. Give them cash at the, or directly to them versus at the register because they probably tip out with the mm-hmm. uh, container versus giving it directly to your person who's probably making your drink all the time. And I, I think I know the answer to this one, but like a nanny or house cleaner. Yes, cash. I mean, cash. Yeah, you know, cash rules. Uh, so I would do for my nanny probably about two weeks of service of what they would be. It's the end of okay. the year bonus. It is yeah. as much as you rely on a nanny. I think people understand that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, so give us some more ideas then, Akila, of uh, thoughtful personal gifts. Yes. So I love what you said there with nannies about, you know, thinking of two weeks worth of pay and right. uh, giving that cash. But when it comes to the personal gifts, sometimes that's hard to it's hard to figure out because sometimes you don't really know them on the personal level. Yeah, you don't they know what do they do like, this thing really. for yeah. you, but mm-hmm. you don't know like what kind of coffee they like or you know that kind of thing. Yeah, and I don't like to give gifts that aren't going to be used, right? So uh, I kind of try to get to know the person throughout the year, but I like to give pretty much the same gift to everybody during my holiday season, but then I personalize it. I get it engraved with their name, uh, something to that effect. I like to give 
glassware a lot of times. I've given engraved glassware to where oh, nice. I know they, they if they're a wine connoisseur, those different types of things. But I try to, if it, even if it's not a personal gift, I can personalize the gift. Mm, mm-hmm. That's a great idea. I love that glassware idea. Yeah. Uh, what about gift cards? Do you recommend them? I so gift cards are up in the air. I did mention a little bit earlier, but some gift cards do have fees, right? Or or if you don't use them within a certain amount of time, or some people just aren't a gift card person. So you can kind of you have to gauge that with the person. I try to stay away from gift cards as much and give them that cash. Yeah. yeah. And if a person is on a really strict budget, is that where we sort of lean toward the thank you note idea you yes. mentioned earlier? And people should accept that, right? Um, I don't think that the holiday season is the time for you to go broke. So <laughs> you don't want to have that regret in the, the early of 2024 because you spent all your money trying to make other people uh, feel more than you could really afford, right? So a handwritten thank you card um, with specific things that why you appreciate them. Give yeah. them a personal story, not the general, I thank you for having you in my life through this holiday, but tell <laughs> them very specifically what they did. I say that for job thank yous as well. Thank you for coming into my life. Yes, I'm very and generic. giving me these right. amazing haircuts. <laughs> that snip snip, but having that maybe recall a conversation that you had and say that was impactful to me during that, because I call, you know, hairstylist is a therapist, so you very have true. shared a lot with them. <laughs> so yeah, put something intimate within that thank you letter so that they'll remember it and they understand that you are listening to them. So let's go back a little bit, mm-hmm. uh, Akila, while we, we wait for some, some calls to come in here. Talk to us about how and when tipping actually became standard practice because there's quite the story. Yeah, okay. Well, it is the holiday season. We are cheer and, and, and happy. Great. It's not great. So um, it happened during, after, well, after Civil War, uh, after slavery, there was an influx of workers, obviously, within the market. Mm-hmm. Um, so instead of paying of the former slaves, they would be given tipped instead of a wage. So this came from uh, aristocrats going over back to Europe, seeing that tipping was present in Europe, while nowadays it's not, but they were tipping on top of wage in that, but they they neglected to bring that back when they came back to the United States to uh, share those those fancy things that they saw overseas. So instead of paying wages, they would tip the Pullman, you know, all of those different, the servants, those different types of people, um, instead of actually paying them a living wage. So unfortunately, that's where it's kind of derived from the United States. Um, And it's been going back Back and forth, back and forth. Other countries have kind of gotten rid of tipping, but we have, we still continue to do so. Yeah. And let's talk about that because, I mean, tipping culture, it has shifted yes. over time. We, we alluded to that earlier in the conversation, Akila. How often would you say that you see changes to tipping etiquette? Here in the U.S.? I, you know, every 10 years or then when something drastic happens, like COVID happened, yeah. right? So I, I, when I just saw, like, when we mentioned baristas, different coffee places, they automatically say, add tip, right? And you're adding tip for something that you would never, ever tip before when you're standing in a line and just grabbing your cup of coffee. So I think that, so every, about every decade, we keep going back and forth. And actually, the increase has happened about every 20 years, where I mentioned before, we went from 10%, 15%, 18%, and now we're up to that 25%. I see. Well, let's go to the phone. So okay. we've got a couple callers standing by. Uh, first up is Jim and Matson. Hey, Jim. Welcome to Reset. Yeah, it's actually Jean. Oh, Jean. My apologies. Yeah. Welcome to the program. Okay. Thank you for taking my call. I'm sure. actually a delivery, a delivery driver. I want to make a reaction to uh, 
uh, uh, you, you, uh, you talked about delivery as though it's only post office, UPS. We are independent contractors. I do DoorDash, Amazon, uh, Spark, which is Walmart delivery. And mm-hmm. if you really add what we make an hour, I'm actually at somebody's door about to deliver. But this particular one, when I consider the mileage, the time, it wouldn't even be up to $8 an hour. Mm. So, so uh, tipping will be very, 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 very helpful for us. Yeah, I'm so glad you you flagged that for us, Jim. And thank you for taking a, a moment to to call the program as well. What do you want to say in response, Akila? Definitely. So when we talk about those different types of delivery services, you want to consider a couple factors. How far are you ordering from? You know, those different types of things. You want to increase if you're making the driver travel further, think those things. And if it's during that holiday season, you probably are going to have a more generous spirit and you are going to increase that tip. Mm-hmm. That option is available when you are making that purchase. So definitely please forgive me for for leaving you out within that gene. But we want to make sure that uh, you are included. And I appreciate that, that pointing that out. Yeah. Thanks again for your call. Uh, next caller, Jamie in Edgewater. Hi, Jamie. Hello. Um, my question is, is, what if your barista is also the owner of the store? You you still can tip. Um, Most likely, if that person is the owner, they may share out with their employees, right? So you can also show that gratitude to them. And they most, I would assume that they would. But if they want to enjoy the tip, it is for them as well, because you're giving, you're showing them gratitude for what they offer and what service they provide to you. So in general, do you, uh, do you recommend that we we tip owners or proprietors? Um, Most of the time. So people that we don't tip are people like doctors who owns a doctor office, things like that. Okay. Owners of those types of shops, you can benefit from it. Um, you can't, it is tip, but it's probably going to be more to their employees versus the owner directly. Yeah, good, good question there, Jamie. Thank you so much for calling. Uh, you know, some Americans, they're experiencing tipping fatigue. Yes. Okay. You got all these automatic tipping prompts when you're at the register, the touchscreen, you know, we're, we're just so used to the, the touchscreen being, you know, the, the swivel. Right. <laughs> they turn it around. Real quick. <laughs> Real quick. Before you go, uh, food delivery websites, we yes. know we're paying for the, you know, the delivery plus tip. Your response to the person listening who's like, why is this necessary? Yeah. Maybe they still don't get it. Well, there's there's controversy. I, I've worked in service before, so I was a Me server too. for three years. So I kind of have a different, uh, maybe a little bias with respect to uh, people are living off of these tips, but it is not our, but at the same time, it's not our responsibility to compensate for what the owner may not be providing. Uh, some states are considering creating a living wage versus that tipping service, but there's controversy with that as well. Yeah. Um, if you don't feel comfortable tipping, it is not mandated, right? But please anticipate the response. That's how I with etiquette etiquette is about polite behavior in society but if you are not polite anticipate the proper response um so i do believe that you should tip within the service industry but if you don't feel like that uh please make sure that you're not being over expressive of writing on the receipts you got you know the different things such as that the little path or even i would say passive passive aggressive aggressive. but that's a little more direct aggressive right so just making sure that's just aggressive right you (laughs) understand what the process is when you go to a restaurant so just understand that anticipation and that's why a lot of restaurants are already putting that service fee in the complete total Mm -hmm. well do we have a right to ask who the tip is going to? 
Yes, you do as you know, the consumer. You know, yes. sometimes restaurants will, I guess the hope is yes. they'll pool the tips together and, you know, yeah. everyone gets a little a little cut. But um, we know that <laughs> we know what happens with that. that but they sometimes that, that doesn't cut, happen. Right. But is it a faux pas for us to ask? No, it's not considered a faux pas. I kind of have it in a casual conversation with the uh, with the server. But there is a secret list going around Chicago that lists all of the different restaurants and what their service fees are and what they're charging and things like that. So you can make that decision. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can do a little research. Restaurants are supposed to put it at the bottom of the menu of where everything goes. It's a very small font, but it, it should be listed at the bottom of the menu. Small font. <laughs> uh, so... Are there overlooked service workers that maybe we haven't even touched on that you want to yes. shout out? The bus boys, uh, bus bus people, you know, those different types of people, the people who may be working in the back in the kitchen, things like that. Uh, we when at the restaurant that I used to work at, we would tip out at the night and they would be included within the tip. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes I say I would like this to go to the bus boy because the bus boy has come to my table more than you have. So, you know, <laughs> no, but uh, we're, I'm tipping both of them. But I would say, hey, that can you so give this to though. them? Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. that is so true. All right. We'll leave it there. That's culture and etiquette coach Akila C.T. Easter giving us tips for spreading a little extra love to service workers during the holiday season. Thank you so much, Akila. Thank you so much. Happy holidays. This episode was produced by Landon Jones and it was edited by Meha Ahmed and Brenda Ruiz. Now, if you liked this episode of the Reset Podcast, consider liking or subscribing. It helps us reach listeners like you. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. Thank you for listening. We'll speak again very soon. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.